the biggest thing, the biggest thing I'm gonna share with you guys um, is the discipline. And I've been studying, I've been really, for myself personally, I've been really just trying to hone in as best as possible at controlling my actions. If we can control our actions, we can take over. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast with Calvin the New Trader. On this podcast, you'll get daily motivation, encouragement, and Forex trading tips as Calvin the New Trader shares his journey with you. So what is discipline? So trains oneself, train oneself to do something in a controlled and habitual way, right? So of course, we all know that, right? Discipline is, in Forex, of course, one, I preach it all the time. It's one way, one way of approaching the market, doing the same thing over and over again. Being a robot, basically, all right? No emotions. Of course, we gotta have critical thinking in there, right? But it's, these are my rules, this is my setup, let's do it, right? So. That's discipline. We all know what discipline is. Following a set way of doing things over and over again, all right? But let's dig a little deeper. So, LeBron James, right, signed a lifetime, supposedly, right, billion-dollar deal with Nike, you know, like six years ago, something like that, right? So, what makes him the man or what makes him so special that he can get a billion dollars, all right? So I'm going to just put that out there for now. That's a rhetorical question. You don't have to answer. All right. Next, Stephen Curry recently just signed a billion dollar deal with Under Armour. Right. What makes him so special? What's the difference between him and AD? And it has nothing to do with basketball. Right. What's the difference between LeBron and Kevin? It has nothing to do with basketball. Right. There is something there. There's a similar characteristic there. Let's talk about it. All right. So you get paid based on your level of discipline. All right. Those guys get paid billions of dollars not because LeBron James, not because of Steph Curry. Those names meant nothing when they were born. That name and Calvin Weaver had the same weight, right? It was the discipline, the discipline that got those guys billion-dollar deals. It was the discipline that made LeBron James who LeBron James is now. It was the discipline that makes Steph Curry who he is now, right? Every day in the gym, the mindset, right? Continuing to do things over and over again, all right? Following a process in order to reach success, all right? This is the key. Understand, you get paid based on your level of discipline, all right? AD, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm from a construction company. Okay. Do you feel like you get paid what you deserve? Yeah. Just honestly? Yeah. Okay, you do. All right. Kevin? Okay. Okay, so Sergio, perfect. You don't feel you get paid enough for what you do, right? Okay, so let me tell you this. Do you know why you get paid what you get paid? Because the discipline that's required to do what you do is not high enough. Another person can match that level of discipline very easily, and that determines your pay. 
Again, you get paid based on your level of discipline. So if you ever wonder to yourself, man, like, why am I stuck at this income bracket? Because if you look around, there's a college, there's a school, there's a fresh 19-year-old Cameron that's coming out that can match the level of discipline that your job is required or asking for a candidate to achieve or do. All right? So please remember that. And when I was studying this stuff, I'm like, this is, this is mind-blowing. Right? How many players have ever been able to do what LeBron and Steph have done? Not many. What you Jordan, that's about it. You know what I mean? Steph, best shooter in the NBA, right? LeBron, arguably better than Jordan, some would say, right? So it's like, listen, for anybody watching this recording, I didn't say that. All right, I didn't say that. I didn't say LeBron is better than Jordan. I'm just saying, arguably, right? But what I'm saying is, there's a reason why those guys get billion dollar deals. Why isn't Kyrie Irving getting a billion dollar deal, right? Why hasn't Kevin Durant yet gotten a billion dollar deal, right? LeBron James and Stephen Curry have separated themselves in, in, in terms of what they've been able to do over everybody else. You get paid based on your level of discipline. Does everybody understand that? All right? So if you ever, like, I'm, I'm being honest, like, just sit and just look around. You know what I mean? Like, just look around at your job, at your friends, at what they do. Sit and look around and just ask yourself, like, what I do every day, how easy is it for somebody else to do what I do? And if it's easy, if you can see somebody else learning to do what you do and do it the way you do it, chances are you are at a level that is not going to get paid a lot of money because a lot of people can do what you do. A lot of people can't do what LeBron does. A lot of people can't do what Steph does. They can try, but they can't. All right. And so understand that. Now, another thing I want to bring up, why do you think LeBron and Steph are able to um, attract so many sales on their sneakers. Right now, I got LeBron shoes on, all right? And staff shoes, I never wore them because I really don't wear um, like Under Armour. But why do they sell so many shoes? Because when a person puts their shoes on, when you put Jordans on, you feel like you might. You know what I mean? You feel like you, you know you Michael. You are truly a fan of that person's discipline. That's really what it is. That's why these companies value these players because they know when people like me go buy the shoes, we feel like that person. You know what I mean? And so why do we feel like that person? We feel like we have the discipline that they have to do the thing that they do. So everything goes back to discipline. When I was studying this, it blew my mind. Real talk. All right. So in college. So how many people went to college in here? All right, so boom. All right, cool. So <laughs> what's the first thing we do when we go to college, right? We want to go after a degree that makes the most money but takes the what? The least amount of what? Time. That's what every college person does. What is, what's the degree that I can make the most amount of money but I don't have to do a lot of work or stay here a long time, right? And so what does that mindset do? It stunts the income. All right. Because discipline takes time in order. To, we just said it. The more discipline you have, the more money you're going to make, because that means less people can match what you do. So we go into college and this is just how we program. That's what I'm just trying to bring up. It's the way we're programmed. And so we go into college. We want the most money, but we want to stay in college the least amount of time. And we want to do the least amount of work. We want to take the least amount of, you know, uh, advanced classes or super hard classes like chemistry and arithmetic, all that crazy stuff. We try to avoid that stuff. But it's like we robbing ourselves of the income. 
because the lower we shoot, the more people can do what we do. The higher we shoot, the less people can do what we do, which puts us in a bracket to make more money. All right. So just understand that. So we are naturally inclined to want to take the easy way, but we expect to make a lot of money. All right. But discipline equals money. All right. So why is being disciplined so hard? That's the great question. Does anybody know? Does anybody have anything that they can throw at that? Why is discipline so hard? I agree with that. I also think there's something deeper here. All right. So with discipline, it's actually not you. You always start off well. So we all can be disciplined. We have inside of us the power to be disciplined because when we start something, we do great with it. You know what I mean? We always start off good, right? So new year comes in, man, I got, especially me, you know, man, I'm, I'm in the gym every day. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm back in the gym every day. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get the, you know, I'm going to get the pack back. You know what I'm saying? That's what I tell myself. I'm going to get the six pack back. I'm in there every day, right? Man, after that, that like mid, you know, mid-January, end of January, going into February, man, I ain't going no more. You know what I'm saying? Gym right across the street from my house. I ain't going no more. You know what I mean? I'm slacking off, right? So we can be disciplined. We're actually created to be disciplined, right? It's in us, but something happens, right? So I agree with what you said. There are some, uh, some natural causes that make us, you know, not want to be disciplined. But there is also something deeper than that. All right. The problem is we get distracted. Problem is we get distracted. That's the issue. All right. We get distracted. The reason we start off well for me. Right. I'm in the gym like this January. I was in the gym. I did the whole membership. You know, what I mean, I'm in there every day working on getting the pack back. I'm making sure I surround myself with the real muscular guys because I want to be motivated. You know what I mean? I want to be like, I got to get like that. But I start drifting off. Why do I start drifting off? Because I stop focusing on the result that I want. I stop focusing on it. I'm pumped up in the beginning of the year because I'm like, man, change has got to happen. I'm at church. They talking about, you know, setting new goals, new vision. Come on. Y'all know church. They always be hyping up the new year, right? <laughs> new visions, new everything, right? I'm pumped up. And, you know, I may have a friend or two that may say, hey, man, I'm going to get that membership with you. One friend start. He ain't showing up no more. You know what I mean? The other friend, he don't pick up the phone when it's time to go to the gym. You know, the church done changed the service. You know what I'm saying? They ain't even talking about new vision no more. They on something. Now they want to fast now. You know what I mean? It's on something else now. So I'm like, I'm, I'm now distracted. My focus goes somewhere else. And then let's say uh, a friend come to me. Man, Calvin, man, you heard about this Forex thing? Now my focus on Forex. I got distracted away from what my folk, what I was originally focused on, which was, yo, we got to get the six pack back. You know what I mean? And now I'm all in on force. Now, I can be in on both. I just need to prioritize. You know what I'm saying? But if I agreed and committed to doing something, I got to lock in on that. So he's listening to us saying one trade a day, stick to one pair, right? And then all of a sudden, he's now looking at the flashiness. That's a distraction. All right, that's a distraction. I'm going to blow your mind right now, because check this out. Why do we get distracted? I'm happy you said that. Listen, don't shout, bro. Don't shout. Don't shout. Listen, there is an enemy. So I agree with Kev. There are some natural reasons why we get distracted. We are not disciplined. But you got to understand, this is a spiritual world. 
There's a lot of spiritual things going on, and we have an enemy, right? And, it, and this does not matter what your religion is, what your faith, that don't matter. At the end of the day, it's facts. We, we are in a physical world, and there are spiritual forces in this world, point blank period. Energy is spirit, all right? Just you walk into a room, and you can feel the hate, or you can feel the love, that's a spirit. All right. So this is facts. It's got nothing to do with with faith, religion, but I'm going to base this off the Bible. So check this out. This is how the enemy attacks. John 10, 10 says the thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy. Right. So when my man died, he locked in. He like, man, I got this plan. I'm going to be disciplined. Kev, you good. I'm just looking at you because I'm talking, but you good with the food, bro. I don't want you to feel like I'm sneaking food in class. <laughs> you good, bro. It's just when I talk, I got to find somebody to look at. So you good. <laughs> you like this. <laughs> Smell good, by the way. Uh, anyway, so John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. So Jai says, yo, I got this plan. I'm one trade a day, one or two trades per day. Well, I'm one pair, one or two trades per day. I'm using proper risk management. I'm risking no more than 2% on any given trade, definitely no more than 5% on both of my trades that I take if I trade twice. Doing it for a month. Yeah, you get some wins, but you also get some losses. But that's a part of the game. But he's, he's in a rhythm now, so he's feeling good. Then, guess what happens? One day, he ain't got nothing to do. He's, he's feeling good about how he's trading. So he's like, man, let me check out some other traders to see what they do. I'm feeling good about what I'm doing. Let me see something. Or, or an ad pop up, right? <laughs> man, I really want to get funded. Listen, if I could just get funded real quick, I'll go back to my one trader day. You know what I mean? <laughs> but let me just get funded real quick first. You know what I mean? Go get distracted by that. Verse says right here, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, right? He's trying to kill his vision of being able to do this properly over time. I, I got you, AD. He's coming to steal the effort that he's already put in, the enemy, right? He's coming to destroy any belief and faith that he has in what he stopped. He started. I dare to say he only attacks people that are doing something. If you ain't doing nothing, he don't care. You're good. You're doing exactly what he wants you to do. If you're not trying to progress, that's fine. Why do you think it's normal to just work and come home and raise a family and buy a house? Like, why do you think that's normal? That's, he, the, the enemy wants you to stay at a place of, 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 of a stillness. He doesn't want you to move forward. And our purpose has always been to move forward. You know what I mean? But that's too deep. But we're going to go. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So the enemy still kill and destroy. So the next scripture, 1 Peter 5, 8, be alert and of sober mind. Right. Your enemy, the devil, prowls like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So soon as your mind shifts away from your purpose, he got you. He's roaming, waiting for somebody to get distracted. He's waiting for you to get off what you said you're going to do. Once you get off your discipline, it's over. He got you. He's roam There is a spiritual force roaming to take you off of what you want out of life. And if you don't understand that, you're going to continue to get distracted. You can, none of us can afford to get distracted in no type of way. Whether it's a person, whether it's a family member, listen, I love you, but I got to limit my conversation. Hey, how are you? Are you well? Are you safe? Once you start talking about conspiracy theories and all this stuff, oh, Trump going to overthrow the government, all that, all that stuff, I got to go. I'll talk to you later, right? You know, I'll talk to you later. You got to clear the distractions. Anything that's distracting you, it got to go. Listen, 
I'm about to pay. I'm happy Jai brought up, you know, the advertisements and Forex stuff. I'm about to actually pay for YouTube Premium just so I don't have to be, get bombarded with that stuff. You know what I mean? So what? I got to protect my mind because I'm no, you know, I'm no better than you. I'm a man just like you. I can be tempted just like you. You know what I mean? It don't matter what I'm doing. It's always a shinier object. Man, I really want to pass that 400K challenge, but I don't really feel like dropping the two grand to do that. Man, let me go get this EA2. You know what I mean? So nobody's, you know, exempt from temptation. He's prowling. He prowls around like a roaring lion. All right? Looking for someone to devour. I don't know how many people have ever seen a lion, but when they out looking for food, they out there. Them boys out there. All right? Okay? So just understand that. All right, next. Now, now we finna get into it, bro. All right, so these are three examples of how the enemy attempts to distract us from being disciplined and reaching our huge payday. So check this out. This is an example. It don't matter what you believe. I'm just telling you. All right, so check this out. So it says, so this is Matthew, right? It says, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, so let's talk about Jesus, he was hungry, okay? The tempter, this is the enemy, the devil, right? came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. All right. So the devil is coming. All right. The devil is coming to Jesus after he has fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Now, I'm not sure how many of y'all know about fasting, but basically when a person fasts, they're trying to release them and get more of God. They're trying to clear their body, their spirit, so that they can receive all of what God has. And typically when someone fasts in prayer, they are typically looking for a big blessing or a big, you know, like revelation of something um, that can help them achieve something. All right. So after Jesus is finished doing this, right, the devil comes. OK, then the devil came and took him to the holy city and had him stand to the highest point of the temple. And, it, and he said to him, if you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written that he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up with, uh, they'll lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. All right. Jesus then answered, it is written, do not put the Lord your God to test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain, show him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor and he said, all of this I will give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left and the angels came to attend him. All right. What's the significance of this? <laughs> this is powerful. Right. So Jesus came on earth. And it doesn't matter what you believe. I'm just telling you the facts here. Jesus was already with God. OK. When God saw that we was dealing with sin and we were, uh, you know, sacrificing animals and we were up under these laws, like don't thou should not do this, thou should not do that. He saw we were stumbling and there was no relationship between him and his creation. So he said to Jesus, he said, go down there. All right. In order to fulfill this covenant, somebody got to die. The lamb got to die. So he sent Jesus on assignment to come down. Now, the assignment was for Jesus to come on earth. OK. Defeat death and then die resurrect that's how you defeat death he was he had to die a physical death and then like rise again in order to defeat it and then he his his then his mission was complete he goes back up to the father right 
Now, his reward, his payday for doing that was going to be he was going to be Lord of everything. He was going to sit at the right hand of God on the throne. That was the reward for him completing his mission. Do you notice the first time the devil came to him, right? The first time the devil came to him, he came to him with what? Bread. Why did he come to him with bread? The first thing I told you is that when somebody fasts and prays, they're looking to get rid of them and get the supernatural power of God in them so that they can go to the next level. All the work that Jesus did on earth, it didn't happen until after he fasted. OK, so when he was fasting, he was getting the power and the focus that he needed so that he can start the ministry on earth and start reaching people. The devil came to him. The first temptation was bread. Why? So he can break the fast and not get the power that he needed in order to start doing the ministry. All right. Every single goal that you have, the enemy will bring something to distract you, send you the other way to get you away from your payday. You got to understand that this is deeper than Forex, but it goes right with Forex. Every time you're undisciplined, every time something pops up, distracts you. I'm tired tonight. I don't want to get in the market. That's why every time you miss a big trade. Man, I knew I should have stayed up. You got distracted. That's what it was. You could have stayed up. You got distracted. And the enemy wanted to do that to you. And so now you see the trade went your way. Now you, you all wired up to stay up the next night and the trade don't do nothing, but you jumped in expecting it to do something and you lost money. It's a trick. Boom. Second thing, right? Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple if you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, okay? For it is written uh, that he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against stone. So basically, he's trying to go after his identity, all right? And a lot of y'all, when you lose trades, the first thing you do is you doubt yourself and you go, man, I'm not really, man, I'm just the, man, I'm just the IT guy. What I look like trying to trade, I'm not like these guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> AD, man, I just work, you know what I'm saying? I work the family business. I'm, I'm not going to be no trader. I ain't no stock person. You know what I mean? Come on, man, I'm, listen, man, I'm just a go-getter, man. That's all I've been doing. I'm just a hustler. I, I, I find something I'm good at, I master it, and then I just work. Man, I can't have my money working for me. Every time you lose your identity, you always feel discouraged. He attacks your identity. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to show y'all that this... The enemy play the same tricks over and over again. And if you know the hits coming, you can just shift yourself and get back focused. That's all I want to share with you from the beginning. Before we even go into the charts, I just want you to understand that if you can see the hits coming, you can be able to recognize and say, man, I ain't listen to that. Let's keep it moving. You know what I mean? Let's get back to the next trade. All right. So the next thing he does is comes after his identity. Right. The last thing he does is he takes him up to a very high mountain, shows him all the kingdoms in the world and their splendor, and he says, I'll give all of this to you. Well, guess what? He was already promised. Once he completed the mission, you're, you're Lord over everything. You're sitting at the right hand of me. Nothing is above Jesus. It's God is Jesus. Nothing is above. He was already promised that from the beginning. So the devil, every time he tempted, every time he tried to distract, he came after what was waiting for Jesus on the other side and tried to get him to settle for minimum wage when he was going to get over and beyond. Does every, do y'all understand what I'm saying right now? So when we're trading, all I'm saying is it's going to be the same attack. 
You're going to want to over leverage because you're thinking about your current situation. Man, I just want to make some money. I know this trade finna go. Let me just over leverage, right? It's the same temptations. If you over leverage and that trade loses, which there's always a chance that a trade will go against you, now you're setting yourself back weeks. If you stick to your trading plan, we're going to go over all this. If you stick to your trading plan, you find you a few pairs that you lock in with, right? You stick to one setup and you stay disciplined, you will get to your huge payday. But if you try to, if you get distracted and you try to intervene and allow thoughts to try to rush it, you're going to miss out. All right. You're going to settle for minimum wage when you're supposed to get over and beyond. Does everybody get that? I'm, I'm telling I'm this is the key here. All right. So how do we stop being distracted and become a profitable forex trader? Understand that knowing how to do something. And now we're finna get into it. Understand that knowing how to do something, it doesn't give you the ability to do it. So today, and we're getting ready to go to the charts, I'm getting ready to show you how to enter trades. I'm getting ready to show you the setup. I'm getting ready to show you all that stuff. But that stuff, the stuff I'm going to show you in the charts, that stuff, just because I give you, like, I give you the knowledge, that's not going to give you the ability to do it. The other stuff that I just went, the, the past 12 slides that I just went over, that's going to give you the ability to do it. Okay? Taking ownership and becoming a profitable trader, even when you don't know the details of the journey, will produce the discipline and profitable results. That's how you do it. You got to know your mission and just stay disciplined and everything else going to make sense. You got to take ownership from the beginning. Jesus, when he came down to earth, he took ownership of the mission. He knew, hey, the devil's going to come. I really don't know the details of this journey. I don't know physically how much I'm going to endure. Like I can't you know, imagine or feel the pain that I may endure when I get down there, but I know what my mission is and I know I got to complete it. He took ownership. So when the enemy came with the distractions, he stayed true. And that's what we got to do. So understand. And, you know, that's why I asked the question in the beginning. Why did you come here? Because a lot of people buy courses. They come to trainings because they just, man, I just want to see what you're doing. I just want to see what you're doing. I know a lot Everybody know how to trade, right? Press a button, whatever. There's a lot of people on YouTube that got knowledge and can show you how to trade. But guess what? With all these free materials out there, why aren't so many people successful? Because they haven't took ownership of the end result. They're expecting information to change their situation. That's not true. Applied information with ownership of the end result changes the situation. All right? And so that's the foundation. Go ahead, bro.